everyone, and welcome back to the Stellar Cycles podcast, your hot girl database for all things we wish we were taught but weren't. Everything pertaining to your femininity, your cycle and wellness, and your walk in life as a woman. I'm your host, Alina, and today we're talking about glow-up tips for wintertime. We want to continue to romanticize our beauty and wellness routines after the holidays. There was lots of indulgence, fun, everything was so festive and cute, but now that we're in the long haul of winter, awaiting the renewal of spring, I wanted to share with you guys some easy tips that you can incorporate into your routines to maybe refresh them and to feel, look, and operate at your best during the next couple of months that aren't as fun or exciting like you know the past couple of months that we've gone through with the holidays we will be talking about food ideas beauty hacks mindset intentions and more i cannot believe that we're in 2024 Seems like just yesterday we were starting 2020 with optimism, with bright eyes and bushy tails, and then, you know, pandemic struck and everything was changed. And now we're four years later in 2024. We're going to have another presidential election this year. I will come back next week with travel updates from the holidays, give you guys a little bit of an insight to what we've been doing. And I just wanted to touch real quick on personally how I grew in 2023. It was a massively changing year for me. It threw plot twists at me that I never saw coming. But as with all things in life, there's always a balance, good and bad. And I'm very grateful for each and everything that happened to me this year. And the ways that I grew in 2023, I left a job that was killing me. This happened early on in the year. I was working in the hospital as an ultrasound tech and was just really, I think, being taken advantage for my time, my youth, my availability. And it was really starting to wear on me and my body was showing signs and symptoms of the stress. So I ended up giving up that job, even though it wasn't the easiest thing to do. I also started this podcast and look where we are now. We're about 42 episodes in. We've come so far from the early days, just figuring everything out, how it even works, learning all of it and getting the ball rolling, getting all of you wonderful listeners and followers onto this bandwagon um, and, you know, in a positive way. But it's just been so cool to see the growth of this community and Yeah, this started back in February, and I'm just so excited to see what's going to happen in 2024, where we're going to be at when we check in a year from now. I also actually finally met my personal goal of doing daily meditation and devotional. I was really committed to this, and the Superhuman app made it so easy to stick with because the meditations are actually really interesting. They're tailored to almost any kind of situation that you're going through, and not all of them are seated. Some of them are legs up against the wall. Some of them you can do while you're cleaning, getting ready, maybe running errands, or even going on a walking meditation. So that happened for me this year. I'm so, I guess, proud of myself to say that I achieved that because I really thought it would be impossible. There's a lot of early rising for me this year. I made it a goal to get up early in the mornings, make the most out of the time that I have, and I did see a lot of good results from that. There's a lot of precious moments for friends and family, weddings, you know, showers, babies coming into the family. That's been amazing to see. I also really got on top of my health. I've talked about it so much on this podcast with starting with Parsley Virtual Health Service and my online practitioner, Jessica, my hormonal testing this year, everything that I've done, I have been putting off for quite some time, but I'm glad that I took the step and got the ball rolling this year because it really showed me a lot about my body and my system that I didn't know. 
I also went through many disappointments in friendship. There was some friendships that I thought were going to last forever that disintegrated this year. And also for good reason, you know, we can't hold on to everything and everyone. And if some relationships are becoming difficult to maintain or full of resentment, then sometimes it's just okay to let them go and let them go gracefully. I also started teaching ultrasound. That was a huge shift for me this year. Just going from, you know, just showing up to a job, doing the exams, dealing with patients and clocking out to now working with people who have no idea how this works, you know, showing them how to use the machine, how to think about the process of scanning and looking for disease in the body, how to evaluate the organs. So that is also a huge learning process for me. I, in being a teacher, am also kind of a student. I know that sounds kind of corny, but it's truly how I feel. And this year too, I also got deeper into my role as a wife. I most certainly became a lot more submissive and also for good reason too, because I trust my husband so much and he is such a great leader that I became more relaxed into my feminine energy and took on with more happiness and more of a sense of duty and devotion some of my roles as a wife that, you know, in the past few episodes in our series of femininity have been looked down on, maybe discouraged by societies such as, you know, like being the homemaker and taking care of the little things, the details, the boring everyday things, I definitely grew in this area this year. I hosted guests in my home, had family come over and stay, and that that was very fun. Also kind of like makes you feel a lot more adulty, like a lot more responsible. I also found myself this year going outside of my comfort zone as far as socializing, social events, and I'm so grateful that I did because it's brought so many amazing people into my life. And I've been able to, in spite of losing friendships and going through a lot of hurt with that this year, I've also was blessed with meeting amazing people, creating and deepening incredible friendships with them. And last but absolutely not least, This year, I got a dog, and she has changed my entire life, my heart, and just like learning how to care for her has also grown me hugely as a person, so I wouldn't change it for the world. She's my little Nova Bean. So you guys, going into 2024, I would just advise, don't be too hard on yourself with 2024 resolutions. It can be so daunting, and a lot of times people just toss them aside and hardly ever end up attaining them just because they load themselves up with so much expectation to meet these goals. And how can they do it if they haven't even been building a foundation towards that, right? How can you suddenly change your life and become this person who gets up at 5 a.m., puts on a workout set, goes to Pilates? You know, like that doesn't happen overnight. Atomic Habits is a really great book that talks about building your habits bit by bit in a way that's rewarding and not overwhelming to you. So give yourself a few foundational things to work on, right? Like how can you start building that base that will later on make those other habits that seem so daunting and so overwhelming, how will I ever achieve them? They will tack on so much easier because you will have a foundation that you're working out of. So pick a few easy things that you can work on within the first few weeks of 2024, like Start getting up maybe 30 minutes earlier and then 45 minutes earlier and then an hour earlier, you know? Maybe don't go full-blown workout every single day of the week, but make sure that you get a form of movement in every day, you know? Little by little, start taking your supplements. Maybe not all at once, but start incorporating one and then two and then three. So... I personally think that spring is a better time for like an overhaul of yourself, like a makeover, everything new. So I kind of leave all of those big 
transformations to springtime. And then in the wintertime, I just kind of work on solidifying that base, right? The base for good habits. And it's okay to work on resolutions throughout the whole year. Actually, it's preferable that you divide and conquer, that you look at these big things that you want to achieve and then break them down by months, by weeks, and then have your work cut out for you that way. Don't feel like you have to achieve this like perfection by the time January is over. It's just, it doesn't happen. So what are some ways that we can boost and improve our health, our wellness and beauty in the wintertime? Well, wintertime is a season of rest and rejuvenation, kind of how we talk about the cycle, how your menstrual phase is that kind of inward winter season. It's really meant to restore and rejuvenate you. We're going to enter into this season of solitude post-holidays, and it's really meant to be this way so that you can kind of like take a breather, reassess, okay, where do I need to dial up my settings? Where can I optimize? So wintertime, it can be actually a very beautifying, restorative season. Let's begin by simplifying our plate. We've been on the go, we've been busy with the holidays, errands, getting things prepared, you know, reaching a lot for those processed on the go types of foods. But now let's lean into picking more nutrient dense foods, not overloading yourself with calories, but getting those good nutritional nutrient dense calories. Like for breakfast, for example, for me, I'm just thinking out loud, like I can air fry a antibiotic free chicken sausage, you know, do some sauerkraut. Maybe have some sourdough bread, some grass-fed butter. That's a good, decent breakfast. You know, not too overwhelming. It doesn't have to be a lot of that, but it's good nutrient-dense foods that will keep you going for a while. Citrus peels is another really interesting thing that can be found in our kitchen. Don't be so quick to throwing them out because zesting or adding citrus peels into your food will help prevent cellulite because it promotes the lymph detox it promotes the fluid flowing into your lymph nodes and out detoxing getting all the nasty stuff out of your cells and preventing that buildup so citrus peels are really your friend in this area magnesium is a huge favorite of ours on this podcast magnesium really comes in clutch during the winter time It increases your serotonin, makes you feel a little happier, it relaxes your muscles, and if you can't find a good magnesium, which you can, it's the Bioptimizer's magnesium, it's a complex, has seven different types of magnesium in it. You can also find it in foods such as leafy greens, cashews, pumpkin seeds, quinoa, dark chocolate, or you can actually take it in externally by getting yourself into a bath and using some magnesium bath salts like that will be super relaxing to your muscles help you sleep really well mushrooms a huge superfood not only do they help your skin stay elastic and bouncy they also have a lot of b vitamins and probably is one of the only foods with a really good amount of vitamin d vitamin d you guys know in the winter time We're all short on vitamin D all the time, but even more so in the wintertime because we're not getting as much sunlight in general during the day and we're not spending time in the sun. So vitamin D levels drop even lower and it can really affect our moods. So stick with those mushrooms. If you don't like mushrooms, make sure you get a good vitamin D source, but mushrooms are amazing because there's so many different types and so many different tastes of them and they're one of my favorite types of food. Also, calcium, if you're not getting calcium through dairy to support that vitamin D, 
You can try getting it through sardines, collard greens, bok choy, almonds, figs, chia seeds, amaranth, kale, and white beans. So definitely make sure to be staying on top of your vitamin D intake. You'll feel so much better. Some favorite beauty foods in the winter would be cinnamon. I rant about cinnamon constantly. I'm always adding it to my sweet potatoes, my smoothies, my coffee, obsessed with cinnamon. Not only does it taste so good, it also stabilizes your blood sugar, prevents it from spiking, and defends mitochondria. We all know that mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell, and (laughs) cinnamon is really going to help that mitochondria stay together and keep doing its job. Another favorite would be wild salmon. So as women, we need a lot more healthy fats than men do. This is because the healthy fats for us are huge for our skin, our hair, our hormonal processes, and wild salmon also is an antioxidant food. So it's going to help escort the bad stuff out of your body. When it comes to self-love during the winter time, there's some things that we can do to make ourselves feel a little bit more comforted, more cared for. One of the easiest things that you can do is a warm water bottle. So glass is my favorite. I kind of try to stay away from plastic water bottles, but glass would be my favorite. I like to fill it up with water, warm it up in the microwave for like a minute and just hold it against my stomach. It helps with bloating, stomach ache, cramps. And this is because it increases that circulation and blood flow to your abdomen. So it can really help with any discomfort that you feel. Another form of self-love and self-care, we always see the bath, right? The bath routine. And baths aren't just about like the cute vibe that you set up for yourself. It actually really helps your body also by increasing the circulation, getting your digestive system going, giving your immunity a boost. It also lowers your blood pressure and cortisol levels, helping you feel less stressed. And when you get out of the bath, it actually drops your body temperature, which then helps you sleep better. Talk about that a little more later when we talk about sleep. When you find yourself craving something in these winter months, you know, maybe you're not feeling the best. There's a couple ways that you can assess the cravings. So before you give into it, take a pause and ask yourself these questions. Am I stressed? Is this coming from a place of stress? Am I maybe hungry for real nutrients? Like, am I missing some fats, some protein, something that my body needs right now, some real food? Maybe my body needs energy. Did I just have a blood sugar spike and a crash? Like, maybe you didn't have the best breakfast. Maybe you had something sweet instead of savory. You know, you're energetic and all of a sudden you're missing that energy. You crashed. Now you have a craving again. Maybe you need to feel cared for. You know, a lot of the times we have a craving because we just need a little something that feels like a treat, like we're being cared for. And finally, assess if there's imbalance somewhere in your life. That can also trigger a craving as if something's out of whack, then you're left searching for something to fill that void. There's some intentions that you can set in the wintertime to enhance your beauty and your wellness all at the same time. First off, be sure to seek out the company of those who support your beauty and your health. So if you find yourself hanging out with people who, you know, you're not making the best health choices around and it becomes difficult to stick to your goals, I would say to maybe decrease the amount of time that you spend with those types of people, especially if you have a hard time with discipline and self-control and instead choose to spend time with people that you really admire for their discipline, their health, and just how they take care of themselves. And the more that you spend time with those types of people, the more you will see yourself taking on their habits too. 
Another intention you can set is to go through your kitchen oils. You know, there's some nasty things that hide in our kitchen that we use all the time that we might not even be aware of. So go through and assess your oils. Toss out any of the ones that are known to produce cancer like canola oil, vegetable oil, rapeseed oil, all of those types of seed oils. Man, they just cause havoc, inflammation in the body. They are difficult to get rid of if you ingest them over a long period of time. So instead, you can swap them out for coconut oil, extra virgin olive oil. Of course, cold pressed is always best because it doesn't deplete the nutrients within the oil by heating it up. You can also cook with tallow or grass-fed butter. So just take a look at those things in your kitchen, see if there's anything that you could remove that is secretly an enemy to your beauty and your health. Another thing, you could set an intention to decrease your caffeine intake, especially if you notice that your caffeine intake comes with a lot of not so great additives, like maybe a milk that doesn't agree with you or creams, sugars, flavorings, you know, with all these super fun holiday and fall pumpkin spices and the toffee gingerbread drinks, that's all been so fun and cute, but like we need a break. (laughs) So you can swap those out for maybe a roasted dandelion tea that can kind of taste like coffee. You can also do green tea if you're still needing caffeine, but you want to do a cleaner source. So just remember that when your blood sugar is balanced, you're just going to have a better natural energy. You won't even need these artificial caffeine sources. The trick is to not overpower your cortisol before it has the chance to naturally kick in. So when we wake up, our cortisol gradually, progressively rises over the course of about one and a half or two hours. When we wake up and drink coffee right away, we mess with that process and we spike our cortisol immediately and doing that over a long period of time just leads to a lot of health issues. As women, we know that excess estrogen can create undesirable conditions in our body, you know, We go into so many reproductive conditions on this podcast. So we know that excess estrogen, when it's not being taken out of the body properly, it can lead to these sort of uncomfy situations. So we can counter that by eating more cruciferous veggies. So pile up on the Brussels sprouts, kale, arugula, cauliflower, radishes, all of those crunchy things are going to help bind to that excess estrogen and eliminate it out of your system. Finally, I would set the intention to, for myself more than anything else, to avoid heavy meals two hours prior to sleep. This is because I would want my body to retain that energy during the nighttime for restoration, elimination, detoxing, not for digesting and like trying to put these nutrients somewhere because I find that my sleep is a little more disrupted and I don't sleep as efficiently. So in order to have a less disrupted, more calm sleep, I will be eating my heavier meals probably, you know, 6 or 7 p.m. And if I do feel snacky, I'll have some fruit or something like that before bed. Beauty science. So as women, we need more sleep. As as people actually, we need more sleep during winter time to fight off disease. So do something to create a sleep sanctuary for yourself. Set up your bed and your room in a way that is comforting, peaceful. We have a TV in our room, but we never turn it on. We never watch it. And I love that so much because I don't associate my room with crazy action movies or reality TV drama. It's truly my sleep sanctuary. I go in there. I have my orange lights on. It truly feels like a cave. I'll have a candle by my bedside, you know, creating a nice ambience, a sweet smell. 
some classical music playing, or maybe even just some frequencies and tones, not even classical music. I'll usually do bedtime sleepy frequencies. And temperature is a huge thing for me too. I'll always make sure to set the thermostat to cooler temperature during nighttime because when temperature decreases, it helps your body produce its own natural melatonin, right? So like if you're sleeping in a hot, stuffy room, your body can't fall asleep naturally on its own as well. So those are just the things that I would take into consideration when creating a sleep sanctuary in my bedroom just to optimize my rest. Let's not forget too, with high blood sugar, that leads to faster skin aging. Like this has been proven. When you have high levels of glucose in your body, it makes everything sticky. And when things are sticky, the toxins stick around and they continue to cause damage to the cells. They're not being flushed out properly. So this is why lymph drainage and hydration is so, so important. And finally, this is a really interesting tip, but research has actually shown that women who sleep less are prone to more skin issues. So things like aging, fine lines, wrinkles, more hyperpigmentation. So in order for your skin to heal and retain its youthfulness and throughout any age or stage in your life, you need to sleep more. And women need to sleep more than men about seven to nine hours on average. So these have been the winter glow up tips for you guys. I hope that you've learned something here that you didn't know before. So in conclusion, just remember to take it easy at the start of 2024. Find simple ways to boost and fortify your routine. Be mindful in how you care for yourself, right? Assess these things. Take the little, little steps to build the foundation and set the tone for how you're going to live in this new year. Don't try to do it all at once. And remember, beauty really does start from the inside and how we take care of ourselves. And that all comes out on the exterior. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for an amazing 2023. I'm so excited for this new year. Give us a follow on Instagram at Stellar Cycles Pod. You'll see us post a lot of content that you can find useful from infographics to how-to reels, food, recipes, lifestyle things. There's also included for you for free in the link in our bio, a free grocery guide based on the phases. So for your menstrual phase, your follicular phase, your ovulatory phase, your luteal phase, what kind of foods you'd want to be eating so that you can, you know, have a starting point when you're in the grocery store and you're meal planning. If you have the time, please give us a five-star rating if this podcast is to your liking. And if you are feeling extra generous, I would love to read any reviews that you guys leave for me. Spread the good word about Stellar Cycles to your fellow women, and let's all elevate our lives together. Till next time, Stellar Cycles out. Bye.